Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Aquarius season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 Extended Year Ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead. These annual readings are epic offerings and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now, and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or, if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundations course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of Embodied Astrology's offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog and our audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you'd like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave us a great review. You can follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, on to your Aquarius season horoscope. So Aquarius season begins with this Sun-Pluto conjunction, right at the last degree and the last arc minute of Capricorn. And then both the Sun and Pluto move together into Aquarius. Aquarius is your fellow air sign and it governs your solar fifth house. The fifth house is a place of creative energy. Creative energy is playful energy. This is a space in your chart that is one of the more ideally lighthearted, playful, exploratory spaces. This is where your inner child likes to hang out, and this is also where you get to gather with uh, children or with people who hold uh, childlike intelligence and help you play, make believe, play pretend, get involved with hobbies, pastimes, sports, stuff like that. Um, The fifth house is also a place of personal expression and self-actualization. And so when we think about uh, creative energy, we are part of creation. We are always creating ourselves. We are creating our lives. And when we are creative about ourselves and about our lives, we are playful. 
we're not necessarily following rules. We are really feeling into what our own rules are and how we want to express in this space and what feels inspired and authentic. And these are some of the goals of the fifth house. In terms of creative energy, uh, a lot of people create children, and that is a big contribution of their creative energy in the world, which isn't to say that they aren't out making art and uh, creating in all kinds of ways, but a very significant way a lot of people express creative energy is by making babies or raising children. Um, and so this is also a place in your chart that connects you uh, with that kind of energy, with birthing and tending life. Um, and for some people, that's human life. And for other people, that's uh, the life of their projects, their pastimes, their hobbies, or their own life. Pluto will transit Aquarius um, a good chunk of the year, but it's a very slow-moving outer planet. And it is only going to make it to the second degree of the sign before it stations retrograde in May. It will retrocess back into Capricorn the first day of September. And so it will be in Capricorn in Libra season. Um, and then it will station direct uh, in your season in early October. And it will leave Capricorn in the middle of November. On November 19th, Pluto ingresses Aquarius for the last and the final time uh, in the next 200 years. And so it will now, Pluto will now transit Aquarius for 20 years until 2042. As I talked about in Capricorn season, Pluto is associated with the underworld. And wherever Pluto is transiting, it is inviting and initiating an underworld journey of some kind. Now the underworld is also a very creative space. It is extremely potent creativity. Uh, but this kind of creative space is not always playful. It's not always happy. And um, it's not always uh, actively living. A huge part of the creative process and certainly any kind of Pluto process is breaking things down. Um, what needs to decompose and compost in this part of your life? And what energies, um, behaviors, attitudes, ways of being uh, might be in this part of your life or this part of your chart that need to be excavated or exhumed or given proper burials or something like that um, because they are underworld kinds of energies that are moving unconsciously. So wherever Pluto is moving, there is an invitation to make conscious what has been unconscious, particularly uh, what has been unconscious and uh, moving through us in ways that are manifesting as a misuse of our own power. In your uh, 2024 overview reading, um, I talked about the misuse of power as being both excessive and deficient use. 
Um, we can misuse our own power in active, aggressive, asserting ways, and we can misuse our power by not using it or not using it um, enough. Complacency. Over the next 20 years, your creative power is being transformed and you are being invited to use your creative power, your expressive, self-actualizing, uh, generative power. Now, power is a substance that many of us are really, really attracted to and get very compelled by and get totally used in our attraction and compulsions. When we really want power and when there's like a grasping and a, uh, you know, a kind of hunger for power, then often we are being used by power and then there's a misuse of power. This transit being in a part of your chart that has to do with creativity and actualization and also your relationship with children and your own inner child is bringing up some questions for me about how do you relate with creative power, with self-actualizing power. And if you are in relationship with younger people, um, you might explore how you are uh, compelled in your own power um, when the future uh, is showing you their power. So there might be power struggles between the future and the past a little bit. And if you are a parent, as progressive as you might be, um, you're coming from the past, man. You know, like you've got older ideas that you are embodying and perceiving. And a lot of your ideas are super important and we need the wisdom of elders. But there can be power struggles between generations so frequently. And those power struggles are often uh, coming from misuse of power, from uh, overuse or underuse. And so in the example of, uh, let's say, your own children, and I'll also include your inner child, you might have uh, some aspects of your personality or some people that you are caring for or in relation with that want to express in ways that are really new and really different and might totally make you feel um, perplexed, uncomfortable, upset, angry, excited, inspired, all kinds of different ways. But there is a strong pull to the future in the sign Aquarius. And so for you, Libra, how do you meet this pull? Do you allow yourself to be uh, curious about it? Or do you go in with an idea of what it needs to look like? When it comes to your creative energy, to your generative uh, potentials, the symbol of Aquarius is very much connected to the future. It's also very much connected to groups and networks and systems. And so some of you may be really feeling the call 
that I think many Librans do, uh, to engage the work of being a social artist. And a social artist works through the realms of relationship uh, to realize the art, to create the beauty. And over the course of the next 20 years, uh, you may find yourself in positions of orchestration or curation where uh, you are in some kind of position to work inside of systems, social systems, relational systems, human systems, um, and then we would definitely be concerned about how are you using your power? Because Aquarius wants to have uh, a lot of input from many different sources. It is a sign that is really interested in uh, whole systems design. Every part is important. Uh, Aquarius is not a sign that upholds hierarchy. It is a sign that celebrates diversity. And so if you are thinking of yourself as some kind of social artist, then I hope that you are investing your creative energy in thinking about how fruitful and abundant collaborations can be crafted and how many different viewpoints and opinions and perspectives can all be held with respect and dignity and how creative combinations can emerge from the spaces uh, between people in distance and difference. And that means that you need to do that work. You need to encounter difference and distance. You need to pay attention to what happens in your own body, heart, mind when conflict or disagreement is present. You need to explore how uh, you might make a choice towards collaboration versus competition. Because Aquarius is a sign of systems and the fifth house is a place of creativity, I will also say that some of you are getting really creative about systems. And these don't have to be relational or social or human systems. They can be uh, any kinds of systems. Design thinking, organizational strategy. There are systems everywhere. And in the ways that connective tissues hold a larger structure or container, you are interested in attending to the connections and the tissues of continuity. And as Pluto enters this space in your chart, um, there is a lot of energy that's, that's being uh, activated and stimulated when it comes to your potency your creative, expressive, self-actualizing power. And you don't need to know where this power uh, is going to take you or how it wants to grow. What's important for you right now is that you get very curious about the nature of power. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 Year Ahead reading now. My Year Ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. 
The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. On January 23rd, a couple of days after Aquarius season begins, your ruling planet, Venus, enters the sign Capricorn, uh, holding the root of your chart. And part of the symbolism that we're working here uh, in 2024 is this pull between the future and the past. And so as you feel into your relationship with power and the potency of power, um, a, a question that I just want to pose for you is how does power evolve and how does power travel and transform? Um, many kinds of power exist in the world. The power of guns and violence and uh, money is very different than the power of uh, cyclical wisdom and capacity to work with the earth. And that is very different than the power of the earth itself. Um, how do you experience power? And in what ways do you um, feel yourself as somebody who is in a lineage of power? Who and what gives you power? And how do you share power? And how does it transform through you and in your life? The full moon on January 25th is in Leo, Aquarius's opposite sign. Uh, Leo is a big site of activity over the course of 2024, as we'll have two significant retrogrades there, one with Mercury and one with Mars. Uh, your ruling planet Venus was retrograde in Leo last year between July and September. And so this is a site in your chart that has been uh, receiving a lot of retrograde and the retrograde always requires the re prefix and the re prefix usually means that we need to rest with things we need to remain with them we have to return we have to revise we have to rethink we have to restructure we have to rework and sometimes we need to reclaim or remember this place in your chart uh, is associated with groups with networks with friends with your ideas about how uh, the future might unfold your hopes, your wishes, and investments in those directions. Um, this is a place of a lot of potentiality. The day after the full moon, Uranus stations direct in your solar eighth house in the sign Taurus. Um, and then as we get into February, we have Mercury entering Aquarius on February 4th, Mars entering Aquarius on the 12th, and then Venus, again your ruling planet, entering Aquarius on February 16th. Immediately, they all form conjunctions with Pluto. And then over the course of the next weeks and months, they will form square aspects to Jupiter and Uranus in Taurus. So we have a lot of activation on the fixed cross. The fixed signs include Aquarius, Leo, Taurus, and also Scorpio. And in Aquarius season, uh, Leo, Aquarius, and Taurus are getting really stimulated, really activated. This situation in your chart is 
bringing a lot of energy. And your energy, I think in many ways, uh, is focused on potentials right now and hypothetical futures. But there are deeper issues uh, that need to get addressed that are really coming up for process, especially as we get into February. Now these deeper issues have to do with the intricacies and the subtext and uh, the entanglements and the vulnerabilities and the trust issues that will have a lot of impact in the future if we don't address them now. We absolutely need to address some things before we get to go where we're trying to go. Um, as these ideas of the future are kind of swirling around you this month, and there is a sensation of a new chapter beginning and your personal power and what you want to actualize and what your creative energy is trying to do, um, there's a, a pull, it feels very strong, it feels like a tidal undertow bringing you into your deep subjective experience and into the intimacy realms. And here we need to get clear about some things. We need to get clear about shared resources and power. This includes shared money, shared time, shared space, and shared power. This also definitely means that we need to feel into the psychology of the situation. Uh, feelings need to be attended to. Deeper truths need to be acknowledged and brought into the light of consciousness. Um, as I talked about in Capricorn season, a lot of Libras are going through really important and potent moments of transition. And in these moments of transition, there may be debts and inheritances that are contributing factors in these next steps that we are considering. And so this is a period of time that is forcing you <laughs> to really roll up your sleeves and get into it with yourself and with others. Um, and I want to uh, say here that generosity and honesty are of the utmost importance right now. And they have to go together. Um, false generosity is so harmful. And the feeling that I have here is that you need to be giving and sharing in ways that you can maintain sustainably and that you feel that you can agree to. If you are protesting and unhappy and uh, like misaligned, you're, you're going to undermine something. Now, I wanna be realistic with the fact that sometimes straightforward conversations cannot happen. Uh, relationships can be so tightly wound in um, trauma and dysfunction that we might never be able to have these kinds of clarifying conversations. 
And it may be that some of you need to agree to things that you actually don't agree to right now and your whole intention is to undermine them. And that's fine. That's on the table. But you need to be conscious of it. You need to know what it is that you are investing in and the potential impacts that you are signing up for. Uh, in your 2024 year ahead reading, I talked a lot about subtle energy and the need for Libra this year to be really aligned on a subtle, spiritual, energetic level. Because if you're not, it's going to affect your wellness. It's going to affect your sense of well-being. Be conscious of ulterior motivations in Aquarius season especially. Be conscious of why you would keep some things private and why you would share other things. And question yourself around your why. If you are trying to avoid your own discomfort and there's a quality of like uneasiness that you have because you just don't want to get into a process with somebody or you feel like it's going to be negative or it's going to be a drag, I'm just going to poke at you and say that I think that that will be a burden on your spirit. I think it will be something that you regret in the future. And if it doesn't endanger you or, or harm others, right? If, it, if it's not producing more trauma to have the conversation and to get things out in the open, but it does mean that you have to be there in a process, I'm going to say that I think that you will be glad to have gone through the process afterwards, even if the going through it feels like poop because it's hard and it's complex and like egos are involved and things are stuck. You want to get liberated in 2024 and a huge area of liberation for you potentially is in the realms of relationship. And one of the ways that you can stay not liberated is by being dishonest. That will really keep you uh, embroiled in some weird confinements. If it doesn't mean that you are opening the door to harm or further trauma, you have to be honest with yourself about that. Have the conversations really get deep into your why. The full moon on Febu February 9th is a powerful full moon for you to be tuning in with your creative power and potentiality. This, I said full moon and I meant new moon, excuse me. This new moon on February 9th in Aquarius is a powerful new moon to be tuning in with your creative potentiality. This is a new moon to plant seeds for the future and to really think about what you are wanting to call in, what you are wanting to nurture and give birth to, and what needs to be let go, released, recycled, resolved, repaired, in order for you to move into that future.
This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead.